guys, welcome back to the Six Side Culture Podcast. It's been almost two weeks since our last recording. Uh, we're on the same room except for Joe. Joe is uh, joining via Skype. Joe, what's up, buddy? What's going on, boys? Nothing much. Uh, Francesco, are you good? Yeah, I'm good, guys. Uh, Danny, how about you? Yeah, it's been a while. Uh, it's been a tough few weeks for us, but we're going to get through it, and let's move on and hope for the best in the future. Yeah, but like we tweeted on our Twitter, uh, we've been away on our retreat for about a couple of days. And then last week, which is hectic, with all the work we had at school, but now we're back. And we're going to go over uh, match day six, the results, and then we're going to get into match day seven preview. And we'll also talk about the Champions League and Europa League a little bit. Um, we don't have much time here. We actually have class in like half an hour, but uh, let's get into it. So I'm going to start off here with Juventus spell from last weekend. Uh, we're not going to go over it too much, but obviously Juventus came away with a 2-0 victory. Uh, Pjanic scored a belter from outside the box. Beautiful goal. And who scored the second goal? Uh, Ronaldo, 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 Ronaldo on a penalty, right? Yeah. Or was it? Uh, I think it was just oh, a header. It was a header. Yeah. Dybala yeah. crossed yeah, it. Yeah, it was Dybala crossed Yeah, so uh, Ronaldo scored uh, the second goal for Juve. And Francesco, Joel, we'll let you guys talk about it. What do you guys think? You guys can decide who goes first. All right, Joel, go first. Uh, it was a straightforward win. Uh, Juve really uh, developed, uh, developing a good, uh, good uh, gaming with uh, Maurizio Sari the last couple of weeks. It's starting to come together slowly, but starting to uh, uh, be uh, be good than than last year. Uh, I feel that uh, we should have scored more than we we did, but the opposite goalie was uh, playing very well. Uh, but at the end of the po- at the end of the day, it only the three points matter, and uh, I'm happy with it. Yeah, during us foul, you really pressured on for 90 minutes. It wasn't just they scored the one goal and we defended like a leg. We we pressured on 90 minutes. That's what I like to see. Easy two nothing win and in Champions League easy three nothing win. Yeah, uh, now let's move on from that match. Uh, we got let's see what we got next. We got Inter Sampdoria. Obviously, Inter came away with three uh, one victory. They uh, had a red card in that match. Alexis Sanchez, who also scored two goals in the same match, which is kind of crazy. But uh, pardon? Almost disallowed as Sanchez. There's one with Sanchez, one they gave to someone else. I think Sensi. Sensi, the first shot, it deflected off Sanchez. Uh, they end up giving it to Sensi, which I don't agree with, but a goal is a goal, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, so obviously uh, the goal scorer is Sensi, I guess, now. Uh, Alexis Sanchez and Gagliardini. And for Sampdoria, the goal came from uh, Gianco. And uh, it was a good match. I watched it. Uh, Inter, once again, it was another scrappy victory. Uh, Sampdoria had their chance on a counterattack, but that's about it. Um, they're just a, a shit team this year, I'll be honest. They're terrible. And uh, Inter deserved to win, and they got the three points. Yeah, it was a big three points for Inter, especially keeping up with pace with Juve, and especially this week's matchup between Inter and Juve is going to be a really good one. And hopefully the game ends in a tie for uh, the rest of Serie A, but usually for Inter and uh, Juve, uh, one team ends up winning. So hopefully it ends in a tie, but I think it's going to be uh, one of the teams that's going to win this week. Yeah. Yeah, Inter, uh, they've been getting the job done, Inter. They've been winning when they're supposed to be winning by comfortable results. It just in Europe, they just can't perform and they need to work on that. Joe, what do you think about the match? Uh, yeah, I agree with Franchet. They get the job done when they need to. Uh, way at Sampdoria is always a hard game and to be to win with a, a, a man down is a, a very good stepping stone to build off of. Uh, in Champions League, they don't deliver, but in Serie A is where, where they've been the best so far. Uh, and they continue to be better each game uh, that they that they play. So Inter right now is uh, the top of Serie A and uh, probably the best Serie A team out there right now. Yeah, and uh, now it's move on. We're not going to go over every match. Uh, we're only going to go over like the bigger matches because we don't have much time here. Um, we'll talk about Talantas as well real quick. Uh, I didn't get to watch the match, but uh, I saw a little bit of it. 
uh, 4-1 scoreline, a win for Atalanta after beating Roma a week prior to it. Actually, it was during the midweek. Um, big win for Atalanta, who once again, uh, they're shutting us all up. But we all thought they wouldn't be as good as last season. And here they are, winning games, getting three points, and scoring a lot of goals. Yeah, no, it was a big win for Atalanta, especially scoring, uh, I think it was four goals in the first half, which is yeah. unheard of uh, this day and age, especially in Syria, which is more of a defensive league. Uh, it's a good result for Atalanta. Swasolo's got to step up. Uh, at this point, they seem like they're playing to like get relegated. Uh, they don't look sharp at all. Again, Bernardi is not playing too good. Uh, they just need to get the team gelled together. Uh, and just There's a lot of shit that's going on in the Swasolo uh, locker room as well, especially with the death to their owner, I think it was. Their president, yeah. their president uh, which is sad. Condolences from Six Side as well. So hopefully Atalanta, uh, Swasolo can get on the right path because they're actually a team I don't mind uh, them staying in Syria. Yeah, uh, Joe, what do you think about the match? Uh, I think Atalanta really demolished Swasolo this, uh, this week. Uh, uh, I feel that uh, Atalanta are going to be one of those teams that are going to be top five again this season. But they all also, like Inter, are struggling in the in the Champions League. Uh, but I only believe this because it, these teams haven't or have uh, haven't been in a while in the Champions League in two competitions. So I think it's going to take a couple of years for them to really know what to do in one competition and then get ready for the next. Uh, but so far in Serie, A, you know, you could tell that you could say that they have the best attack again this season, starting the season up, and uh, another three points for them, top three. Atlanta are happy. Yeah, and now let's move on quickly here to Napoli. Brescia, it was a very early game. I got up for it. I know Danny yeah. for sure. Um, Mertens had the first goal and a second goal from Manuel on the header. And Balotelli also scored a header in the first goal for Brescia. I was happy to see that. And uh, Dan, we'll let you go over this game. What do you think about it? Yeah, it was a really good performance from uh, Napoli, especially in the first half. The second half, I feel like we could have done a little bit better with the possession-wise and stuff. Uh, overall, I'll take a 2-1 win over a pretty decently good side in uh, Brescia. Uh, Tonelli was really good in the midfield for them. Uh, Balotelli got their goal, but I feel like Balotelli should have done more. And he could have done more, in my opinion. But it was a good win for Napoli. And hopefully we move on now from uh, the midweek and uh, against Torino. Because they're going to be a really good side to face. And it's going to be a really good matchup to watch. Yeah, uh, Dan went over that uh, perfectly. And uh, now we'll move on here to Lazio Genoa. Uh, Lazio came away with a 4-0 victory. Uh, goals from Milinkovic-Savic, uh, Radu, uh, Sacedo, and Immobile. Uh, Immobile uh, continues to score, uh, even though half of them are all penalties. But uh, Immobile continues to get goals for Lazio. And, and it was a big win for them after uh, a disappointing start to the season, I'd say. You guys agree with that? Yeah. And Yeah, 4-0 um, yeah, result uh, against Genoa, who... Uh, I think Andre Soli has one more match, and they're playing Milan too next week. So, I think so. Um, both managers are on the watch, and they might get stacked. So, Andre Soli and Giampaolo might be on the way out. So, uh, Genoa's got to wake up here. Uh, what did you guys uh, think about the match? Yeah, I know it was a good match for Lazio. Uh, it's, it's a big result. So, hopefully, they, if they really want to contend for Europe or even top four, top five, uh, these are the games that they need to win, and they just got. A, Against a good Genoa side, they got a 4 nothing win and a big three points. So maybe this could be a momentum shift for uh, Lazio moving forward. Yeah, Jessica? Yeah, I agree. I think Genoa is just not on the right track. I think uh, I think they actually do need Stefano Stolato. Not joking around here. They're one of their biggest players and uh, he's not playing for some reason. And he just needs to, he needs to like get in and make a difference like Balotelli's making with Russia. 
Yeah, Joe, what do you think about the match? Of which match was this? Uh, Lazio and Genoa. Lazio, Genoa, yeah. Look, straightforward uh, three points for Lazio. Uh, I feel that uh, Genoa, you know, they started the season off well with tying with Roma. But ever since then, they've, every week they've been declining in playing style and uh, haven't barely picked up the points when they need to. I was also hearing that they might fire their coach to get uh, Gattuso in, and I think that's the right coach for them yeah. for them yeah. to get. Uh, but uh, yeah, so far Genoa hasn't really uh, made us remember the team that they used to be two, three years ago, a team that was like a Sampdoria, like an Atalanta, a team that you were always scared to face, face against and always put up a fight whenever they needed to. So yeah, I think that's from uh, Genoa, they need a new coach. Uh, for Lazio, you know, they're, they're still getting those points when they need to get the points. Uh, they're still top five. And uh, I really think that it's either going to be Roma or uh, Lazio for the last Champions League spot for number four. Yeah. Um, next up, we'll go over it quickly. It uh, wasn't much really to talk about Roma Lecce. Roma comes away with a 1-0 uh, uh, victory. Dzeko, uh, once again, keeps scoring. A uh, very important goal for us uh, to scrape out a win here. Uh, we didn't play very well, but we got the win. So I'm happy with that. And uh, there's not really much uh, to talk about this game. So uh, I guess we'll move on now. What do you guys want to talk about next? The, the one game, I think it was the game of the week. Uh, I put it out, in my opinion, uh, Fiorentina and Milan. Yeah. Uh, big win for Fiorentina. Uh, huge win over a not-so-good Milan side at this point. Um, it was a good boost for uh, Montella to uh, get the win, especially in Milan against his former side. Uh, Fiorentina looked like a team that they could be coming along. And uh, maybe they'll finish top five, maybe top six this year. Yeah, um, that was just horrendous for Milan. We've been saying every podcast, I always use that word horrendous. Milan is just a disaster from management to the players, to the, the manager, to everything. Even their fans. Uh, I don't know what's happening. At times, yeah. yeah, it's a disaster. And uh, you start booing like, during the games and stuff. It's just not good to be a Milan fan at this point. Yeah, I want to give a shout-out to Castro Vili, who is from Abadi. He's been doing a very Amazing, good job at yeah. Fiorentina this season. Uh, he's similar to Chiesa. They're very confident, uh, young Italian players. And uh, I think his confidence to take on players is something not a, a lot of players possess nowadays with uh, Italian football. So I'm very happy for him. And I think he's going to be a great player. I want to give him a shout-out. And even uh, Pulgar, I think he's been having yeah, a great season. Yeah, three goals or something on Italian shots three for three this year. Yeah, something like that. He's been playing very well. He's yeah, very so, aggressive. So he's been better than yeah, and um, Ribéry, uh, he scored. Yeah, he's, continued, he's just yeah. proving that age is just a number. Uh, he's been playing phenomenal. And uh, hopefully, if uh, Fiorentina want to finish in the top flight, uh, top flight, the top half of the table, uh, Ribéry needs to be that big guy that they need. Yeah, uh, Joe, what do you think about the match? Yeah, I watched the full game. I think that Milan are are uh, very bad this season. Not only the way they play, but you know they have no confidence in themselves. There's no data in the team to really push themselves to become better. I think Giampaolo is, is a joke of a coach for a team like that. I think he's good for a bottom half uh, team to coach for. Uh, I feel that uh, I also feel that Milan are going to either lose or draw this weekend to Genoa. I also think that uh, because I think they're nowhere near. Uh, capable or not ready to, to, to even get a win away from home uh, still this yet in the season. Uh, but for Fiorentina, they're coming solely together. They're coming as one. Like Enzo said, I really like that midf- young midfielder from Italy. Castro, what's his name? Castro Vili? Yeah, Castro Vili. Yeah, I really like him. I think that he's going to be either sold or or lots of teams are going to be looking at him this uh, this coming summer. Uh, Ribéry is looking amazing. I think this is the right league for Ribéry to play in. 
Uh, it's not as fast-paced as the Bundesliga, but he, he, he's getting, starting to get the job done. Uh, Fiorentina are slowly coming together. They're building up points each week. As for Milan, they keep going down. So right now, Fiorentina is on the high and Milan's on the low. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, quickly, we're not going to talk about this match, but uh, Padma came away with a 3-2 victory over uh, Torino, which uh, I found surprising. But uh, yeah. once again, Pelotti scored, so happy to see that. He continues to score. And, nice um, place. Yeah, and uh, now let's move on to the Champions League. Uh, who was the first match? There was, uh, was Napoli. Atalanta? Yeah. Was oh, no, Atalanta, yeah. I believe it was Atalanta and uh, Shakhtar. Or, yeah, so, uh, obviously, uh, Atalanta did not come away with the victory. Uh, who got to watch that match? I did. I did. Uh, they, didn't look... they had so many chances to uh, put the game away, even get the lead. Uh, Ilicic missed the penalty. Uh, I feel bad for Atalanta at this point. Uh, they just got so unlucky against uh, Shakhtar. And Shakhtar showed their uh, experience in the Champions League by getting one goal just before the half in the 41st uh, minute by uh, Morala. And um, they got one right at the depths by Solomon. Uh, beautiful goal at the end for Shakhtar. They, they end up uh, deserving to win after all. But Atalanta could have had a chance to take the lead and even win the match early on. But hopefully Atalanta, they're going to play City. I don't see them beating them. So it might be a long road for uh, Atalanta ahead. Uh, yeah, I got to watch the match as well. I think Atalanta was the better team by far. Uh, they had many chances to score. They didn't get the win, which is disappointing. Um, I'm not going to lie. I kind of jumped up when Solomon scored because obviously they beat Roma the week prior to that. So I'm kind of annoyed by Atalanta. But obviously the Italian team. We want to see them go through and progress in the Champions League. So, uh, disappointing result, but they played well and uh, they played with much more confidence compared to the first match they played in. So, that was good to see. Uh, Francesco, what do you think about the match? Yeah, Atalanta just looked like a different team in Champions League compared to City A. When uh, City A fans tell outsiders that Atalanta is a good team, they often laugh at us because they see in Europe that they're struggling against teams like Shakhtar. I think uh, just the experience at the end of the day, well, uh, the more games they play, the more comfortable they'll feel in the competition. They'll start to wake up. I feel like under City, I actually do think they could like at least get a draw because they're getting more confident. They have nothing to lose at this point. Yeah, no, I don't think they'll beat City. Uh, it's just City's got talent everywhere, man. Like that's a lot. The only talent is up front. Their defense is not that good. Their midfield could be a little bit better, but and I don't even trust their goalie at all. So, yeah. Uh, next up is a uh, Juve by Leverkusen. Uh, I- a little bit. Uh, Joe and Francesco talk about that. So, Francesco, yeah. uh, you want to start? Yeah, I'll start. Um, against Leverkusen, it was a very, very great match to watch. Uh, we, we, we put on pressure similar to Spal. We just didn't let Bayer Leverkusen attack. There was a couple of chances that Leverkusen had, but nothing, nothing that made my uh, heart jump out of my throat. At the end of the day, we got the 3 nothing win. Very convincing win. And uh, we just progressed so far. We're in first place in the group, and we got to keep it like that. Yeah, yeah I, I, I agree with French. It was, a, it was a good game to watch. Uh, I, there was uh, no shots on target for Bayer Leverkusen, so that was a good thing. Uh, 3-0 win, Higuain uh, scores, Ronaldo scores, and uh, Bernadeschi finally gets a goal after three years. Uh, so I feel that <laughs> I feel that uh, the three points is all that matters at the end of the day. We got the three points. We're top of the group. Another clean sheet for Bonucci and Delit. And uh, we're going to continue uh, fighting this way and hopefully top the group this this year again. Yeah. Um, now let's move on uh, to Napoli and Jank. Uh, oh, I know Danny's uh, disappointed. 
I'm, gonna uh, quickly, I'm just gonna go over girl. this quickly. Yeah, you can go over it. Um, you it. I don't even want to talk about it, and it hurts me to just talk about it. But there's four words that describe that game: couldn't finish our chances. Uh, and that's the main story of the Napoli gang. We couldn't finish our chances. Milik had like five or six of them. We hit the post. The goalie made a nice save. Uh, Milik puts it over. It's we we have to win these games. These are games that we have to win, especially on the road. I'm ha- I'm somewhat happy with a point because at least we're still in first place. But like teams like Salzburg, if we don't finish our chances, don't that team can bite us in the ass, and they could even end up screwing us over for uh, potentially topping the group or even finishing second in our group. So we gotta wait, we gotta improve on our finishing our chances, and we just gotta uh, just win these games, win out these next games, even try to draw against Liverpool in the uh, Anfield. So hopefully we do that, and uh, we should be uh, ready to go for the knockout stages. But if not, then we deserve to play in Europa League. Uh, yeah. Now we'll move on to Inter and Bar- Barcelona. Uh, Inter played great for a solid uh, 60 minutes after that. I went all downhill. Lautaro um, in the first half, he could have had two goals. Uh, he played very well. I was happy to see him score a second goal. I actually missed it. I went to the bathroom effect. I'm like, they're not going to score it. So first minute in. And one minute later, I got home. Cage and I thought of Martinez, like, oh shit. Uh, but yeah, it was a good game. Uh, Inter played well. Uh, to me, they got gassed out, they got tired at the end. And Barca had that second gear, which uh, comes with um, experience. So obviously, when you have Messi as your leader of the team, you're gonna have that. Yeah. And uh, Messi in the last, I believe, when was it? The last 82nd minute or something like that? 84. 84th, yeah, around there. 84th minute. Uh, Messi just turned on the Jets, he flew by three or four players like he does, and nobody else can. And Messi just brings that presence that you just can't do anything about and uh Conte you can't come out of this players when Messi is running you like that you don't know what to do Skriniar got eaten alive and uh Asimura got screwed up too but yeah, screwed up too and uh yeah but Inter played well yeah, and um, I was proud of them to go into uh I Camp Nou yeah, yeah Camp Nou I forgot about the stadium name too for a second <laughs> uh but um, yeah they went to the Camp Nou with confidence and a lot of teams can't do that they played well, and uh, I was happy to see them perform like that. But at the end of the day, like Conte said, the only thing that matters is three points, or even a point at least, and they didn't get yeah. that. Barcelona, they without Messi and Suarez, I don't know where they would be to this day. This day. But Messi is the magic man, uh, and he just, that last goal, he goes, you know what, screw this, I'm taking over this game. And he did, that was his mission, and he ended up pulling it off. He dribbled by Asamoah like he was a pylon and uh, he gave a beautiful ball to Suarez. Suarez took a really nice touch pass on the defenders and buried it perfectly. Uh, Inter, I got to give them credit. They did play good. They really upgraded their performance from uh, that uh, first game against uh, Prague. Uh, hopefully Inter can do damage against uh, Dortmund and maybe we'll see them finishing second in their group. Alright, uh, Francesco, you want to go over it quick? Uh, yeah, just a quick recap. Uh, that that game against Slavia Prague, it was uh, real uh, bite, bite, bite to the head for Inter. Uh, against Barca, they played well. Obviously, they're just getting more comfortable. And uh, Inter fans just have to be patient here. Uh, Conte hasn't been in the Champions League in years. He just needs to get, get a gist of what the competition's all about again. Inter, they just uh, got last year and this season. So uh, with time going on, Inter will progress with the group eventually. Uh, Joe, what do you think about that match? Uh, Inter Barcelona. I feel that uh, Inter uh, deserves more what they what they got. I feel that through the first half they were the better team, and the second half was 
the basic Italian stuff that just parking the bus and hoping for the best. Uh, I feel they should have continued the way they, they were playing. Uh, I feel that uh, after Vidal came in, the game was changed for, uh, throughout. Uh, I feel that the first goal was a little bit of luck and a little bit of bad defending from Inter. Uh, for Suarez hit a volley like that and hit it so well to the bottom corner it was a very good, uh, very good set piece from him. Uh, and then the second goal, I feel that Godin uh, screwed up also. You know, he just made the uh, it was uh, Suarez walk in. The defense was so open that uh, anything could have went by it. The def- there was one defender on the left, one defender in the right, but nobody in the middle. Uh, Suarez went by Godin, and it was an easy uh, finish for Suarez again. So. I feel that Inter deserved more, uh, but uh, like this, like Atalanta, they're going to have to know how to develop a game, not only in Serie A, but in Champions League at the same time also. I feel that they needed depth. You see them without uh, Lukaku, and they only have uh, Lautaro Martinez that can run a full 90 minutes. Sanchez couldn't run more than 60. So uh, I feel that Inter, uh, you know, one point out of six is, uh, is not a good start to their Champions League campaign especially versing Dortmund in back-to-back games now. Uh, so uh, I feel that Inter, you know, it'll be good for them to go on to the next phase of the Champions League. I feel that they won't top the group now with Barca in the front. Uh, but I feel that uh, they could get the second spot. They just need to play good versus Dortmund these next two games, and uh, we'll see where this goes. Yeah, I'll move on to the Europa League now. Uh, Roma and Wolfsburg. Uh, Wolfsburger, I think. It was a 1-1. <laughs> <laughs> a 1-1 draw. Um, at first, I was very disappointed, but um, after thinking about the matchup for a bit, obviously we didn't play well. Uh, we were playing a bunch of uh, idiots on that pitch, uh, a bunch of idiots. Uh, Kalinic, Santon, um, I can't remember who else on Yeah, Pastore. No, no, that was the worst performance by a European player I've seen in my life. Well, he's not European, but plays in Europe. And Balic is a terrible performance. Pastore is a joke. And... Um, I'll take the draw because we are away from home. We played a bunch of idiots. We got some rest for Cagliari, but it needs to be better. Uh, the goal they, they scored on us, I can't really say anything about. It was a nice shot from outside the box. Um, Spinazzola messed up on that goal. Uh, should never happen, but um, it's over now. Uh, we played bad, but uh, at least we didn't lose. Could have been worse, but uh, yeah. And now I'll move on here to Lazio and... Rennes. Rennes, yeah, Rennes. Uh, they were down one nothing, and they made a comeback to one. Um, I don't think any of us watched the game. No. Did you watch it? No, no. Yeah, nothing really to speak about with that match. But, good uh, win for Lazio, though. Yeah. For the Europa League, at least. Yeah, good win for them. Uh, they lost the first match. It was important for them to win that one. Uh, now move on to the weekend. And uh, should we go over every match? Yeah, we'll go quickly. We'll make our predictions. Yeah, make predictions. And and all, yeah. Go. All right, so uh, we'll go in order. Danny, you go first, okay. and me, Francesco, and Joe. Okay, so for the like, Spal versus Parma, I'm going to go with Parma for win um, because uh, I just feel like Parma's got the momentum off a big win against Torino, and uh, Spal came off a big loss against, uh, who was it again? Juve. Juve. I'm going to say 1-0 Spal just because. I'm going to say 2 nothing Parma. Uh, this game is for uh, which, which are the teams? Because today, today there's uh, also Brishka versus Swasola that's not on the score. There's a little bit of a screw up, but oh yeah, uh, yeah, it's not on yeah. the score. Yeah, there's a little screw up, but today Brishka versus uh, I'm not Brishka, yeah, Brishka versus Swasola are today. But for Spal and Parma, I'm going to do a, a one-one draw between the two teams. Okay, and now we'll go to uh, Brescia versus Swasola. I'm going to say Brescia three-one. Uh, I'll say successful or 2-1. I'm going to say a 1-1 draw. Uh, Brescia, 3-1. 3-1? Yeah. 
Um, now move on to House Verona Sampdoria. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, surprisingly, I'm gonna go with House Verona one nothing. Um, I'll go. I'll say Sampdoria one nothing. I'm gonna say two one Samp. I'm gonna go two one Samp also. There we go. Uh, then we got Genoa and uh, Milan. Um, I yeah. got. Uh, you wanna go first? Yeah, yeah go first. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'll go with, uh, you know what, I'm going to go with AC Milan. Uh, I feel like they're just going to get that big win that they need. Uh, I'm going to say 2-1 uh, Milan. Um, I'm going to go with 3 nothing Genoa. Wow. I'm going with a 3-2 hard follow-up win for Milan. Uh, I'm going to go with a 2-2 draw between Genoa and Milan. Draw. And then next up, we got, I have no idea, I think Torino Napoli. Uh, we'll go, yeah, we'll go with... Uh, well, actually, the first game, it's uh, on the Sunday. It's going to be Fiorentina and Udinese. I'm going to go with a 3-1 victory for uh, Fiorentina. Um, I'll say 1-1. I'm going to say 2-0 Fiorentina. Uh, for Fiorentina and Udinese, it's going to be 3 nothing to Fiorentina. Ooh. Okay, and then we got Atalanta and Lecce. Atalanta 4, Lecce 1. You know what? one nothing Lecce. Wow. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go 2-0 Atalanta uh, For Atalanta versus Lecce I feel that because of the loss in the Champions League They're going to be fully loaded So I'm going to say 4-0 Atalanta okay. uh, Bologna and Lazio This one's interesting You know what? I hate to do it, but I'm going to do it Bologna 2, Lazio 1 uh, For Bologna Lazio I'll say, I'll say 5-1 Bologna <laughs> I'm going to say 1-0 Lazio Lazio Bologna, I'm going to go with a 2 1 victory for Lazio. Okay, now the big matchup for Enzo Roma and Caledi. I'm going to go with Roma 2, Caledi 2. Uh, since we're home, I'll say 2 1 Roma, but if we're away, I would have said 1 0 Caledi. I'm going to say 2 0 for Roma. Uh, it would be a, a victory for Roma 2 1. Okay, and now we got the matchup I'm looking forward to Napoli and Torino. You know what? I'm going to say a one nothing victory for Napoli. I don't know why. I have a weird feeling. I'm going to say 2-2. Two, two. I'm going to say 2 nothing for Torino. For Napoli, Torino, I feel it's going to be a draw 2-2. Two, two. Yeah, that's what happened last year. Yeah, that's uh, what I said too. And then the matchup of the weekend, Inter Milan versus Juve. I'm going to say 1-1 one, one draw. Ooh. I don't know what to say. It's an interesting match. Uh, Inter's home. I'm going to say one nothing Juve. You know what? I'm not confident in our boys, but you can never bet against yourself. I'm going to say 2 nothing Juve. Uh, I agree with French. I think we're going to win, but I think it's going to be 3-1 Juve. Wow. Good scoreline. And, yeah, that's it for the weekend, the games on the weekend. Yeah. Uh, we got clashed in about seven minutes, six minutes. Uh, so uh, we're going to head out. Um, yeah, let's run over everything quickly. Uh, next podcast will be more in detail. But, um, yeah, uh, we've been absent for about two weeks. Uh but uh, we're going to come back now with better quality images. We're working on edits now. We're going to be uh, more active on all of social media. And the podcast will be coming a weekly again. I think we missed uh, a week of podcasts, I believe. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah we, we missed one week. So, uh, yeah, sorry about that. But, um, yeah, I'm sure there's other podcasts you guys listen to and you see the scores elsewhere. And, uh, yeah, if you guys do want to talk about uh, Match Day 5, I believe we missed, right? Yeah. Yeah, match day five we missed. So if you guys do want to talk about it, send us a tweet or something. We'll give you our opinion on a certain game you guys uh, want to hear us uh, speak about. Yeah, just DM us on Twitter. Yeah, DM us on Twitter, Instagram, anywhere, at Six Side Cultural. And, um, yeah, we'll see you guys in the next podcast, hopefully Monday. And, um, 
Yeah. See you guys. Ciao, ragazzi. Might go down as G-O-D. Yeah, wait. I go hard on Southside G. Hey, wait. I make sure that Northside E. Yeah. And still.